Let's take this opportunity right now before we do anything else to say thank you for coming out to this memorial service for Brother White. And also, too, whenever I welcome everyone to a service such as this, I'd like to point out that even though we call this a memorial service or a remembrance service, I tend to, and after being with the family, I think they would agree, this is a celebratory service as well. Anytime somebody knows Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, praise God, to, to, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Our brother's on the other side of glory, and, and we can celebrate that. Amen? Amen? So even though we have a, a loss in our hearts and a tear in our eyes, we can still have a smile on our face in the midst of it all, because we know there's, where he is, there's no more hurting, and praise God, one day, if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we're going to see him again. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, there's no better way to start any kind of service, especially one such as this, celebrating the salvation that we have through Christ that our brother Roy has been able to take a part in than to go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to bless this time. Amen? So if you would, bow your heads with me. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, I come before you right now, and I thank you that we can come before you and and humbly proclaim your righteousness, to know that, that though we are not worthy, you still made a pathway so that we could not only be redeemed, but spend eternity in your presence. My brother has gone on to be with you. You've called him home, Lord God. And though we may not see him here physically any longer, we have our memories, we have the pictures, we have the thoughts, but most of all, we have the blessed assurance of knowing one day we will see him again. So God, I pray in your name that you will just bless this opportunity that we've been given to come together in your house Bless each heart that is here. And God, if there is someone here that is struggling, that, has, that, has, that does not know you, maybe they veered off the pathway or, or maybe they've just never even stepped on that pathway, may you speak in such a powerful way today that they will choose life before it's too late. God, there would be no greater way to honor our brother Roy than to know that someone come out of the grips of hell to stand in your presence this day. So God, I lift this service to you. Ask your grace to be come down upon everyone. Dry the tears in the eyes, but yet hold those that are, are mournful and sorrowful. Hold them to your breast as you would a newborn child and rock them. God, your arms and your hands are big enough to hold the whole world. Therefore, I know you can hold every soul that's represented in this place today. Rock us, God, and may thy will be done. And it's in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. So, Lord, we're going to lift the Lord up in song together. Um, Roy had a few songs picked out, and uh, Sister Lou had a part in picking those out with him. So we're going to do those songs together as a congregation, and we're going to start with How Great Thou Art. Isn't it great to know that we, we serve a great God this morning? Amen. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the world thy hands have made, I see the star, I hear rolling thunder, Thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. 
How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. When through the wood and forest glades I wonder and hear the bird sing sweetly in the tree. When I look down from lofty mountain grandeur and hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. God is Son not sparing, sent Him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross my burden gladly bearing, He bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. When Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation, and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Then I shall bow in humble adoration, and there proclaim, my God, how great Thou art. Then 
sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Hallelujah. Praise God. How great He is. Amen? As we said earlier, we're here to, to celebrate our brother's life and remember all he has done but also his family. So as I share this obituary with you, it was Roy B. White Sr. He was born October 1st, 1941. And he died July 20th, celebrated, or promoted, I should say. He was promoted July 20th, 2016. He was preceded by his parents, William Roy White and Maggie Mae Winters White, his sisters, Jeanette and husband Earl Sales, Vioma and Jim Sanders. He was survived by his wife, Lula Mae Winsinski White, daughter, Michelle, and husband, Ben Shields, his son, Roy B. White Jr., and wife, Donna, grandchildren, Beth Ann, Roy III, Sherry, David, Danielle, and husband, Devin, Ashley, and husband, Ryan, Erica, and husband, Stephen. Ten great-grandchildren, many nieces, nephews, brothers, and sisters in love. And also those that know him from his church family, as it says there, brothers and sisters in love. He will be missed. If you will, uh, as, as I turn this back over, sing along again as, as my brother has another song he's going to share. Lord, you care. 
is my plea. Daily walking close to take another moment, an opportunity. I know by being over at the house yesterday, and I know prior to that as well, a lot of laughter and, and tears, but a lot of stories getting exchanged and memories. Some of the best things that we can do for those that's been called home by the Lord, for the family anyway of those who's been called home to be with the Lord, is to share some of those stories that just, that brings a smile back. Maybe when there's a sad time later in the week or the month or the year, to remember one of those stories. Something that, that we can stop and say, wow, that's a, an impact that, he, that Brother Roy had on someone's life or a, a memory. So I wanted to open the floor and give this opportunity. If you have something you would like to share, some memory you have, some story where you, uh, and, and catching Roy in the cookie jar is okay because he probably made the cookies that was in them. <laughs> I will miss the cookies. But I shouldn't, but I will. Uh, but maybe there's some story that you would like to share, something that, that, that you would just want to stay out there to the, to the congregation, to the family, to, that something that, that where Roy impacted you or touched you. Let me open the floor to you guys. Anyone? Brother Brian? Start with Roy. <laughs> None of us did. Um, but there's, there's, he, he liked to joke so much. And he could take it and he could dish him out. And that, that's one of the things I really loved about him. I didn't get to know him before he was Christian. You know, I didn't know him then. But the role that I know was an awesome guy, and I loved him a lot. Um, just full of joy. But I, I got to tell something. Um, I have discernment. I have discernment. A lot of y'all that know me don't think I have any discernment, but I do have discernment. Because um, I was really concerned when this happened. But we were coming through that door right there. And I was right behind Roy, and he was very feeble at this time. And, and, but he just kept on going, you know. But he, he tripped on the 
doormat and <coughs> fell in face first. And uh, uh, I was very concerned, but he got back up, you know, and, and it's okay. And the thought popped in my mind to say, now don't let me have to push you down again. <laughs> where I was standing, it looked like I pushed you. <laughs> but, uh, but fortunately, he was okay and he was tough. If he had known you were behind him, he would have blamed you. He would have. And he would have laughed about it. And it would have been fun. But I'll miss, I'll, I will truly miss the laughter. But I'm so thankful to God for the memories and the laughter that I did get to enjoy with my brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Uh, Mike, I know the last two years have gotten going fairly well. But one thing that always struck me, sitting here at church or wherever, and asking how to do it, and they always had a positive attitude, no matter how long, they always had a positive attitude. And I just want to, as a member, that precious. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I have something, and it's not just so much about Roy, but it's also about Mary and Lou. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Because something this family has taught me is how to laugh at life. Because laughter is a big part of the whole family. And Roy was a jokester. I mean, he was he was always cutting one up and quick-witted. But this the story I'm telling is actually the night he passed. And uh, he was he was in laying in the bedroom. And Lou had gone in, just to make sure, and she put her hand over his mouth to make sure there was no breath. And she felt his pulse. There was no, no pulse. She put her hand on his hand that was on the chest to see if it would rise, and there was, it didn't rise. And Mary came in, and Mary <laughs> put her hand over his mouth, and there was no breath, and and she felt, you know, the carotid artery, and there was no pulse, and she felt his wrist, and there was no pulse, and she put her hand on his chest to see if it would rise, and she goes, I, I think there's a pulse. I, I feel something. There's a pulse. And Luke looks at Mary and says, Mary, that's my hand. <laughs> I could just see Jesus telling her, wait, 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 wait. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. I want to tell something that, about Louis that I knew him before he was acting a Christian. Uh, Lou's mother-in-law had told her that he had been saved as a child. Or a young child, and he didn't act like it, but he was a lot of fun. But throughout the years, he was becoming my brother. And they used to tell the 
story that I got them at the church, but the Lord pulled them in. It was nothing making. I just kind of helped on the outside of them. But then when Roy got saved, he came to me and he said, you know what? I'm going to stay the church. And he thanked me for getting them into church. And the key to the whole thing is he never changed. <laughs> His speech and his wording and things like that improved. But he was still the life living God. He loved living. He just gave God the glory for it. That's right. He loved where it came from. Amen. <clears throat> Yes, if he didn't know Roy that well, he had a joke for everything. It didn't matter. I thought that I was witty and I just gave up. <laughs> yes? So I was very fortunate. Uh, I married into the family 32 years ago. but So I get to hear a lot of stories from my husband uh, when he was a child growing up. Because I can tell it's a very close and tight family, right? We did a lot of things together. And so he has a lot of great memories, but the one that stands out the most to me is when my husband tells me, and I think it's the most hilarious story, and I tell people all the time, he said that he, they would go on summer vacations. He would go on summer vacation with his Aunt Lou and Uncle Roy, and um, they would go to KOA camps, and he would get so excited about going out of town and going on vacation, and he said they'd get in there, and they'd fall asleep. He and Bo would fall asleep, and they'd go get groceries. By the time they got to where they were going, they'd wake up, get all excited, They'd meet new friends, and people would ask him, where are you from? And they'd say, San Antonio. And they'd all look at him like they were kind of weird, right? He said, I never knew why, but come to find out when we got older, he said, we never left San Antonio. He <laughs> <laughs> said, what my Uncle Roy and my Aunt Lou did was drive around San Antonio, let us fall asleep, make us think that we were going out of town. <laughs>
remember who's no longer in this world would come and we were cooking on, I was cooking on Thursday and they would sit there and they said they were the official tasters and they had to have a taste of everything that we cooked and if they didn't, if Roy didn't like it, he'd say, I don't think that's going to go over very well. <laughs> and half the time he was but he was a remarkable man that can do just about anything. Now that's how I got hooked to his cookies. Now I think about it, that's, now that you said, I remember telling you, I don't eat sweets. And he kept, I thought, well, I'm being rude. I've said no so many times. Ate one and then I wouldn't quit. <laughs> but I might add, the next time I saw him, he had to be a cookie. <laughs> yes, sir? Just last time I heard a story, I didn't know Roy Ray was a Many years ago, when we were young. <laughs> and when Roy came to the picture, she said he won her heart over. And he demanded respect from a bitter man that was in her presence. It would be language or actions. So long ago, even before his Christianity, he still had a heart of chivalry and respect. Anyone else? Pastor, I'd just like to say I um, it really um, witnessed to me and to my family that Roy um, loved the Lord so much, loved his church family so much that he came to church even when it was hard. Because a lot of us say, um, I don't really feel like going to church today. Or um, He came to church even when it was difficult for him and he wanted to be a part of the church body here. And that meant a lot to him. Amen. Yep, a couple weeks ago on visiting, he said, that's the thing I missed the most, my church. It to go up to the church. Wendy, we can't hear you. Oh, I didn't mean to laugh while you're speaking. You said while he was in pain. I thought you said because he wasn't pain. Both fit. So I was just. Anybody else have a story they'd like to share this evening, this afternoon? Ha, ha, ha. 
grandparents or grandpas can do that. All right. Well, guys, I pray that if, if something does come to you later and you feel like you want to share it with the family, it's great. We live in the 21st century where you can pick up the phone. And it's probably in your pocket. You don't have to go far for one in the law Okay, share with the family. If those stories come up, call them up and say, hey, I was just praying for you and, and thought about Roy and, and share that story. They may have needed to hear it when God placed it on your heart and mind. The only thing I'm going to share, because I was told not to, <laughs> it was a challenge, but I will honor you and not say that the boys always won at dominoes. I will not say that. I will not say that we beat you most times. I won't. But God also said to speak the truth. And <laughs> I will say, I am going to, in fact, I was telling Sherry or someone, I think it was Sherry, I'm going to have to teach my boys or somebody how to play, how to play 42 for when I get older because Roy was my 42 partner. I, I don't have a 42 partner any longer. And one of the great memories I'm going to have was if you've ever played dominoes with Roy, Sometimes his bids were like, are you absolutely out of your mind? You're crazy. But yet he would make them oftentimes. And that last game we got to play, sorry, I, got, I have to bring that one up. <laughs> the last game we got to play. Best game, and I will say it was the best game we ever had. But Lou, to try to keep us from winning, bid four marks. If you don't know how to play 42, that's, I didn't even know that was legal. Well, then it got to Roy right after. He said, I'll go five. I'm thinking, well, that's impossible. Well, the Lord shined down on the boys he wanted to win. (laughs) And so the last, oh, no, we won a whole bunch that day. (laughs) It was a great day to be at the domino table. (laughs) That's what it was. But it was the last time I got to play dominoes with Roy. Call it what you may, it was the last great game I got to have. <laughs> he liked to play his games, as you can see up here. <laughs> but so that's my memory, and there's many, as everybody pointed out, uh, Roy had something witty and fun to say to everything. Even while he was playing the games, even if he got a terrible hand or if he went set, you could see his little his eye would twitch just a little bit when when he got set for something, but he still had something funny to say right then. He he truly enjoyed life. All right, as I said, those kind of memories, those are great. And they and it's good to have those. Don't think that you can't think of those. Remember them, go back to them. And praise God, one day we'll sit around a fire in heaven and around the throne in heaven, and we'll talk about it some more. We'll talk about it some more. Amen? There's a couple more songs that the, the guys are going to play. These were some that were play, that they got to go and play with Roy uh, the other night, and one of which was a, one really touched him, and I'm going to turn it back over to, to Bob. Bless the Lord. We're going to um, lift the Lord up in praise again, and uh, we're going to sing about Heaven's Jubilee right now. Um, Brother Roy's celebrating that jubilee, um, and if you if you've confessed with your mouth and believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior sent to 
redeem mankind's relationship with God, then, um, and you've confessed that with your mouth and accepted him in your heart, then you're going to be there too. And uh, we're looking forward to that day when we get to um, join in that great jubilation when we reach heaven. And um, If you would, sing with us as we lift up the Lord in heaven's jubilee. <coughs> Sunday morning we shall see Jesus in the air Coming after you and me, joys I should share What rejoicing there will be when the sun shall rise Headed for that jubilee yonder in the sky Oh, what singing, oh, what shouting, shouting On that happy morning when we all come gladly rise Oh, what glory, glory, hallelujah, glory when we meet our blessed Savior in the sky Seems that now I almost see all the sainted dead Rising for that jubilee that is just ahead In the twinkling of an eye, change with them to be All the living saints who fly to that jubilee Oh, what singing, singing, oh, what shouting, shouting On that happy morning when we all shall rise When with all the heavenly hosts we begin to sing Singing in the Holy Ghost how the heavens will ring Millions there will join the song, with them we shall be Praising Christ through ages long, heaven should believe Oh, what singing, singing. oh, what shouting, shouting On that happy morning when we all shall rise Oh, what glory, glory. hallelujah when we meet our blessed Savior in the skies Oh, what singing, singing. oh, what shouting, shouting. On that shouting. happy morning when we all so gladly rise Oh, what glory, glory. hallelujah glory. When we meet our blessed Savior in the skies When we meet our blessed Savior in the skies We read of a place it's called heaven It's made for the pure and the free These truths in God's word he has given How beautiful heaven must be How beautiful heaven must be Sweet home of the happy and free Fair haven of rest for the weary How beautiful heaven must be In heaven no drooping or pining No longing for elsewhere to be God's light is forever there shining How beautiful heaven must be How beautiful heaven must be Sweet home of the happy and free Fair haven of rest for the weary How 
how beautiful heaven must be. Pure waters of life out there flowing, and all who will drink may be free. The rare jewels of splendor are glowing, how beautiful heaven must be. How beautiful heaven must be. Sweet home of the happy and free. Fair haven of rest for the weary. How beautiful heaven must be. The angels so sweetly are singing up there by the beautiful sea. Sweet chords from their gold harps are ringing. How beautiful heaven must be. How beautiful heaven must be. Sweet home of the happy and free. Fair haven of rest for the weary. How beautiful heaven must be. The, I can't think of a more fitting song, actually. To, I, I've never heard that song. When, when Miss Lou told me that's the one they pointed, picked out, I was like, well, that, that sounds neat. I like that. No wonder why I like that song. And how beautiful heaven must be. You know, Tuesday evening was the last time I got to see Roy, and I went out of town, and he was promoted to be with the Lord while I was gone. But Tuesday evening, I came over to the house, and Michelle was, and others were afraid that that was, might have possibly been his last night. And I was able to speak with Brother Roy. He woke up and was very cognitive. And we talked and we prayed. And I said, Brother Roy, it, it would be awesome to go to sleep on this side of glory and wake up on the other side of glory. And he agreed with me. And as I was thinking about this, as a, when I got the text as I was in Huntsville that, that Brother Roy passed, was uh, standing in the presence of his Lord, I thought about the, that last conversation I had with him back there, and I thought of the passage in Philippians when Paul said, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. And that is exactly true, just like how beautiful heaven must be. To live on this side of glory for the Lord is a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. We shared a lot of great stories just a few minutes ago, but how much more wonderful, how beautiful it must be on the other side of glory. Amen? How, much be- how beautiful it must be to stand, as, as you see on your little bulletin thingy, that you, whatever it's called, you know what I'm talking about, but it says, gone fishing on the front. I can picture Roy sitting at the most beautiful lake beside the throne of God. Because it says that God's going to go and prepare a place for us, and I can't picture God, just like I know my house is going to have a KFC in the background. <laughs> my brother's going to have that lake out there beside it. He's going to be out there just having a good time. How beautiful heaven must be. When I read this verse, that to live is Christ, but to die is gain, I think of Roy. I think about that last conversation I had with him and how he so readily adhered to that. He was was right. I I can stand here today and firmly feel in my heart that his heart was ready. His heart was right. And he knew what was going to transpire because he took 
He fully agreed with me. Now, when the Apostle Paul wrote the letter to the Philippians, when he said that, to live is Christ and to die is gain, the circumstances of his life weren't exactly ideal. He was in Rome. He was under house arrest. He was chained to a, a Roman guard, if you will. He, 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 was, he was locked up. He was a prisoner. Yet the entire letter, the Philippian letter, if you've never read it, I'd encourage you to go back and do so. The entire letter to the Philippian church is filled with triumph. It's filled with joy. It's filled with rejoicing. And as you heard in some of the stories that were presented here today uh, by several different people in here, that is one of the reasons I believe the Lord sent me to this verse when I was thinking about what am I going to share about Brother Roy? Because no matter how bad it was, he still had something fun to say. He still had a joy in his heart. And then even as uh, of yesterday, when a lot of those that may not be in a Christian home it is hard when all you have to hope for is material things. But instead, over at the White House, there was joy. There was laughter. Why? Because to live is Christ, but to die is gain. The true Christian experience is the outworking of the, the, the life of mind and mind of Christ in our lives. And as one of my brothers over here said a while ago, I didn't know Roy prior to Christ, but since knowing Christ, you could see God working. You could see it. In the outflow, you could see it in his words and what he did. Whatever the circumstances might be, there were times where, such as I was when Brian was pointing out and he fell over here through the door, it scared me half to death. And I was thinking, oh, what's going to happen? What's he going? And I can't remember. I wish I could remember, but I do remember that the, the first words out of his mouth stunned me. It was a, if you know Roy, it was a, some kind of smart remark. And I was like, and I was worried about you. He always had something fun to say. There was a joy there. Roy lived the last years of his life a prisoner in a, in a body that was, that was filled with sickness. He was a prisoner just as, as Paul was a prisoner in Rome. Roy had, was a prisoner within that body. Yet he very rarely complained. I went to visit a, a couple weeks ago and his, his poor feet just looked so incredibly painful. But yet he, when I said, how are you doing? He's like, and I, if I got any better, you know, he just, he had something to say that was just, wow. He, he seemed to just show joy in the midst of the afflictions, which uh, it was teasingly pointed out to me. My, my nickname for him was the, the dinosaur cat because cats have nine lives. And he obviously had 18 of them or, or more. You know, he was there so many times. His physical body was just so against him. He was a prisoner within that physical body so many times. But yet he still had that joy. He still had that, that heart. In the midst of his affliction, he wanted to go to church. He wanted to be in church, as Brother Bob said. He wanted to sing those songs. He, he wanted people to come over and play dominoes. He wanted to play games. As, as Mimi Michelle pointed out a while ago, even the night before he passed, he was in there beating her at dice. And no, the pastor's not condoning shooting dice from the pulpit. Now they were playing Farkle, yes. But that's who Roy was. Even in the, in the midst of all that prison, being in that body that was failing him, that physical body that was coming down, he still had that joy. He still knew there was someone in control. He still knew that though this physical body was breaking down, he could smile, his heart and his mind wasn't on these things that are here. He knew that there was more. He knew there was something beyond what was happening right, th- right here. To those who, 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 who 
do not believe in God, for those who, who do not trust the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, life on earth is the best that there is. So when it starts to fail, their attitude fails. Their whole being starts to fail. As you heard here today, Roy's attitude didn't fail because he knew that there's so much more than what's right here. For the non-Christian, it's only natural to strive for the world things, money, popularity, power, prestige. But for those who know Christ, you can sit back and have a good time. You can have jokes. You can have a smile on your face because you know where you're going to go. And then the great thing is, those that you leave behind that also know the Lord, know that though there's a a loss, though there's maybe now an empty space in our hearts and in our lives, my loved one, my husband, my brother, my grandfather is now stand, standing in the presence of the one who loved him the most. That though he may not be here on this physical earth any longer, to die for a Christian is gain. As Christians, we know that. And therefore, even though there's going to be tear, tears, and even though there's going to be a, a sense of loss in our hearts, even though we may at times long to see him again, we can stop and say that there's a great promise in the Scripture that one day my Lord's going to return and all those that's gone on to be with him and those who have died are going to be called up into the air. In the twinkling of an eye, there is going to be a reunion day. So though my heart may break and be longing and homesick to see him, how much beautiful heaven can, is, can be, and that's where he is. We're going to come together one day. Brother Roy, and guys... Some people may say, well, you know, before he was a Christian this, before he was a Christian that, before you were a Christian, I can come up with those as well. It's not who we were, it's who we are and who we will be. And who he was was a Christian washed by the blood of the Lamb, and who he will be is a saint of God standing around the throne of God. And we can draw joy from that. I, I had someone just that yesterday say, well, how do you celebrate in the midst of a funeral, in, in the midst of a, a, a loss such as this, the celebration, yes, their heart is broken, but the celebration is my brother's not going to hurt any longer. My brother doesn't have to worry about going to dialysis, how he's going to get the chair down to the end of the road and in the bus and, and all that stuff. Who's going to pick me up? Who's going to take me home? He stands in a place now where he can fly it around however he wants to in his glorified body, doing what God tells him to do, sitting around the throne of the one who loved him enough and loves him the most, who said, I died so that you can have it all. Praise God. That's why we celebrate. To live is Christ, but to die is gain. What did Roy gain? He gained that, that better body, that glorified, immortalized, resurrected body that, that we can't even really put words to. Nobody on this side of glory even knows exactly what it is. But we know there's no pain, there's no hurt. There's none of that. In this present body of clay, we are subject to all the sorrows and and, and, and tears that this life is heir to. As long as we're made of this clay, we're going to have aches and pains. We're going to have sickness. We're going to, we're going to get old. It's going to happen unless the Lord returns first. And death is inevitable. However, this house that's made of the dust of the earth is going to go back to the dust of the earth. But that spirit that was breathed into me by my Lord and Savior, praise God, one day is going to stand in His presence. And if I know Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, as my brother Roy did, He's going to say, this one's mine. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. That's why we celebrate. That's why we have these gatherings. Yes, it is, it is to, 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 say good, good, to say so long for a little while, but it's not goodbye if you know Jesus Christ. In the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, 
we can now, if we choose that life, we gain a better body. One that can never grow old. On the other side of glory, there is no disease. There is no pain. There is no kidney failure. There is no more what medicines to take here or there. No more making the special shoes for his feet. Praise God, he is in a glorified body that will never hurt again. And he gained that better home. To live as Christ, to die is gain. He gained a better body. He gains a better home. However beautiful the embellishments may be at the home here, and he could cook some awesome cookies. He'd like to sit and watch that nice TV. That's nothing compared to what he has up there. What God has endowed him with. It is nothing compared to what the Lord has put forth. Remember the promise in, in, in John chapter 14 when the Lord was speaking out there? He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in me? You, you believe in the Father? Then you believe in me. Why? Because he says that in my Father's house are many mansions. Many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, then I will come again, call you unto myself, so that wherever I may be, you may be always. In other words, what that says, if we know Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, there are many mansions built of hands, not of this world, and he's built it for me. He's built it for you. He's built it for our brother Roy and whomsoever that claims his name. He has built that mansion, and he says, I will return, and I will call you unto myself, and there I will be, and there you will be, and we will be there forever. Our brother Roy, though he may not be here physically, stands in the presence of God in a new body, with a new house. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul was kind of in a hard spot. In Philippians 1.21, he says, I'm stuck between the two, having a desire to depart and stand with my Christ, which is far better than standing upon this earth. He was torn, just as many of us are. I was sharing with somebody just before the service today. There was times where I said, you know, God, I'm, I am so excited about heaven. I, 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 if you want to come take me right now, praise God, let's do it. But then, as I had grandbabies, and, and as Lee got to a certain size, I remember one day I said, Lord, if you come and take me now, that's your prerogative, and I'm good with that. But I would like to see what he's going to become. And then I got more babies and grandbabies and more grandbabies. And now I see all these grandbabies, and if the Lord calls me home to die is gain. But to stay is like, I want to see what my grandbabies become as well. So I understand Paul when he's torn between the two. But that doesn't change the fact that in the presence of God, all is best. We have a glorified home, a glorified body, and Roy has gained all of that. He has gained an inheritance, a final reward that he cannot get here on this side of glory. Amen? I, in fact, I could just, well, I don't know. I, I, I just got the weird picture of him challenging Jesus to a game of dominoes. <laughs> I don't know. How do you beat Jesus? But <laughs> Yeah, Jesus will set him straight. There you go. What a fellowship he's going to have with Jesus, though. Amen? To die is gain. He fellowships with the one who loves him. This Life that we have in this, this world right here has a dissolving family circle. Some of us, our parents have maybe gone on to go home with the Lord. We may have had children to go on to be with the Lord. Our grandparents go on to be with the Lord. Maybe a friend that's gone on to be with the Lord. But praise God, the circle in heaven is unbroken. 
When we get to that side of glory, everyone who's known Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, everyone who has claimed him as their Lord, you know what happens? We're going to stand around that throne and we're going to sing. We're going to praise God. We're going to have, we're going to, we're going to have a great sing-along for eternity. We're going to have a good time. All those who know Jesus Christ, that we don't have to worry about a death any longer. Death has been defeated. It's been thrown to the side. There is no death there. There is no sorrow. There is no pain. My brother, when he stepped into the presence of the Lord Almighty, when he closed his eyes on this side of glory and opened them on the other side of glory, praise God, he stood there and now he can have all, he sees his friends and loved ones that's gone on before him that knew Christ, and he doesn't have to worry about losing an every one of them. And folks, I would share with you this morning that if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can have that same assurance. Jesus is there. And Jesus said, where I am, you will be always. So for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I live for money, then to die is a loss. If I live for myself, then to die is a loss. If I live for sin, then to die is a loss. If I live for ambition, to die is lost. But if I live for Christ, then to die is gain. In these last few years of my brother Roy's life, he lived for Christ. And I can stand here with all assurance right now and say his life is now gain. In Revelations chapter 21, verse 1, it says this, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea existed no longer. I also saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared like a bride adorned for her husband. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne, Look! God's dwelling is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eye. Death will exist no longer, and grief, crying, and pain will exist no longer because the previous things have passed away. Then the one seated on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. He also said, Right, because these words are faithful and true. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to the thirsty from the spring of living water as a gift. The victor will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you hear that, guys? He has gone to prepare that place. And who believes in him? He says, I will be their God, and they will be my son. When we say to live is Christ and to die is gain, what we're saying is if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and I don't mean just with a prayer that you said when you were six, as it was pointed out, his mama had told him he'd been saved all his life, but it wasn't until later on in life, way later on in life, when he was able to come, come over to Sissy and say, now I'm saved. But you know what the Bible says? He who believes in his heart and professes with his mouth, he is saved. By that proclamation he made to Sissy, that he made to me and he made to others, my brother stands in that place we just read of in Revelations 21. And if you read on from there to 22, to about chapter 22, 6, you'll see just how beautiful and glorious, as the song said, the heaven can be. We are here today to close this part of a life, this part of, uh, of Lou and Mimi's and everyone's life, where Roy got to be a physical part of it. But that doesn't mean that Roy's never going to be there again. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we're going to stand around that throne in that beautiful glory land, and we're going to sing. 
and we're going to praise, and we're going to share those stories, and we're going to have a good time. Our brother Roy stands in the presence of the one who wrote that truth right there. He stands in the presence of the one who has called him home. He stands in the presence of the one who promoted him to stand in his presence. Roy may not have been perfect, and yes, there was sin in his life, just as there's sin in every one of our lives. But he loved the Savior. And by that love of the Savior, his eternal life will be spent with that Savior. Hallelujah. This morning, this afternoon I should say, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and Roy could speak to you, he'd be asking you, what, what are you waiting on? In fact, I can think of some of the things he would say. I won't say them from here. But if you play games with him and you're waiting to bid, you know what he would say. It's your turn. Repetitively. <laughs> I was thinking of the one, move or get off. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one. But you know what? He would be looking at you with all seriousness as he said it. It's your turn. Are you going to choose Christ or choose the world? Praise God, I can stand here today and with a clear heart and mind say, I believe my brother chose Christ. And because of that, one day I'll see him again, the other side of glory. And who knows, maybe there are dominoes up there and we'll sit and we'll have a good game of of dominoes and just play and have a good time. I don't know, but I know I'll see my brother again. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's time to make that decision. I want to lead us in a word of prayer. And as I do, I want you to remember what else he wrote to the Philippians. He said, may the peace that surpasses all understanding guide your ways. You're here this morning, and you're still broken, and you're still torn, and you don't know whether you truly have trusted the Lord or not. Jesus Christ is peace. And if you will accept him today, it may surpass your understanding, but he will move in your life. You really want to memorialize Brother Roy? You really want to celebrate this day? Then make that decision to spend your eternity with him by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I, I have to say, it, it, it broke my heart months ago to know that I would be losing Brother Roy at some point. But I also knew, and I talked to him, we're going to play dominoes again one day. This will be on the other side of glory. And praise God, it'll come true. I want to lead us in a word of prayer, and then I'm going to have Bob come up and he's going to lead us in victory in Jesus. And, and Miss Lou picked this and we put this at the end because death likes to say that it has won. Death will try to say, look, I took somebody from you. But folks, let me tell you, the body that's left is just the old nutshell. The nut's gone home. It stands in the presence of the Lord. I've always wanted to use that one. Roy's the first one. <laughs> Most deserving. That's gone home. Sure, death might have got the clay and the dust back of the earth, but Roy's gone home. 
Death thinks it's got its win. Don't let it. Paul said, death, where's your sting? For the wages of sin is death. But through the grace of Jesus Christ, I have victory. And we're going to sing that victory that my brother is celebrating today. Before we do, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I come before you, and I thank you that we can come here today. And though there's tears in our eyes and a, and a, a, a break in our heart, we can come here today and know that we know that we know that you are Lord and that you will wash the tears and and dry the eyes and hold us as you would a newborn babe. And we can call upon your promises where you said that, that, that there will be that great reunion day. Death will be and has been defeated through your blood on Calvary. God, I lift up this congregation that's here today. If there's someone here today that's not been washed by that blood that Brother Roy was, May they feel your presence. May they choose life before it's too late. God, as we go into this song, as we sing victory, may you touch each heart here and remind us not only of the victory that we have, but that the victory that Roy celebrates today in your presence. God, thank you for allowing us your word and your promises. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I heard an old, old story How a Savior came from glory How He gave His life on Calvary To save a wretch like me I heard about His groaning Of His precious blood's atoning then I repented of my sin and won the victory. Oh, victory is Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming love. He loved me and I knew Him and all my love is to Him. He plunged me to victory. Cleansing I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing, how he made the lame to walk again, in cause of blind to see. And then I cried, dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming blood. He loved me and I knew Him, and all my love is to Him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about a mansion. He is built for me in glory And I heard about those streets of gold Beyond the crystal sea About the angels singing In the old redemption story And some sweet day I'll sing up there The song of victory Oh, victory in Jesus My Savior forever 
He sought me and bought me with His redeeming blood. He loved me and I knew Him, and all my love is due Him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing blood. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He saw me and bought me with His redeeming blood. He loved me and I knew Him, and all my love is to Him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing blood. Miss Lou. She asked to, to, to end this on a, a, an upbeat song, a victory in Jesus song, and she asked me to invite everyone to come next door and eat, and we're just going to celebrate the life our brother had on this side, but the gain he's had on the other now. Amen? Amen. Amen. So everyone's welcome to do that, and, and I'm going to ask you to come, and, and, and you can come say your respects to Miss uh, Lou and Mimi and everyone that's up here, but you're dismissed. Have a great day, but remember, to die is gain if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Give God the glory this morning. Hallelujah. This afternoon. You, You can be dismissed.
Like me. 